See, this is me. Boba Fett. This is Josiah. I know you don't recognize me because I'm wearing the rearmored Boba Fett helmet. Just came in today, but I thought it'd be interesting to start off 30 days of Boba Fett day three wearing this new helmet. And so today's topic is Boba Fett, enemy of the Empire. I know that you guys know Boba Fett as a friend of the Empire, but there was a time where Boba Fett and Darth Vader, and by extension the entire Empire, were at odds with one another. This is from a comic book, a series of four uh, from the 90s, I believe. And uh, our story starts on Merrick's Minor, where there's a temple uh, belonging to uh, the Brothers of the Order of the Pessimists, which is pretty funny. Uh, the Brothers of the Order of the Pessimists are basically um, just doomsday preppers, but in Star Wars. And uh, every time that they uh, anything's going on, they expect the worst, they predict the worst. And uh, next thing you know, there's a guy that shows up on their doorstep and he needs a place to stay. And uh, that's kind of where we come in contact with Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett, in this comic, it's the first time that he meets Darth Vader. So that's a cool piece of uh, Boba Fett history. It talks about how uh, Darth Vader knows who he is. He's heard good things and he's got a job for him. Uh, and they come to an agreement on the price. Initially, Darth Vader wants him to hunt down this enemy of the Empire and the baggage that he has with him for 10,000 credits. Boba Fett says 30,000 credits. Vader says 12. And there's a cool part here where it says he can feel the power of the Dark Lord at work on him. Were he to yield to it, the meager offerings would seem a pricely sum. So he's resistant. Uh, he's able to resist Darth Vader's quote, his offer. But he decides yet there may be better, uh, greater advantages to be gained by cooperation. And so he agrees. And so Boba Fett begins this mission to hunt down this uh, betrayer of the Empire and deserter and a secret package that this man is traveling with. And uh, so this is the first time we see Darth Vader and Boba Fett working together. Well, obviously, it's super hot to talk and read in that helmet. So we're going to keep going. Uh, but where we left off, basically, Boba Fett's been hired by uh, first-time employer Darth Vader. Uh, to hunt down this uh, imperial deserter who's killed his general and a bunch of people and he's taken off with some valuable uh, valuable property. Um, so next thing you know, obviously Darth Vader trusts nobody. So he hires another group of people to track Fett once Fett has what he wants, kill Fett and deliver the goods to him. They're called the Condemned and it's three, uh, three people and it's like a looks like a dog basically but it's obviously more sentient than the average dog um but it talks about um the memory of these people that the empire was hunting down called the akari and uh, i guess there was a rebellion on their home planet and basically they have to wipe them out but these the species of humanoids the akari are extremely resilient and so even if you cut their heads off their heads stay alive for you know, a, a brief period of time. If you cut their arms off, their arms fight without, you know, any connection to any other part of their body. So uh, that's where this deserter has come from, this moment of, of fighting with these people, the Akari. 
and there is a leader of their group, a uh, witch basically that can predict the future. And they say that uh, all of the riches of the uh, all the riches of the entire village, uh, gold and jewels and things, is woven into her hair. And they think that the reason the general left is because maybe he, you know, killed this woman or took him, took her with him or whatever. Um, so we have this moment where Darth Vader doesn't trust Boba Fett and he's thinking maybe this guy's almost too good for the job. And uh, there's this moment of contemplation. Uh, Vader says, little do you dream that of the value of what you seek, Boba Fett. And when you learn, you will never wish to part with it. That is why you must die. And it's so cool that they have a partnership, um, but it's like always right at that point of fracture, you know. Um, and so we start, we fast forward a few pages and we are talking to this deserter. Um, his name is Abel Carta. And you see that this valuable luggage that this guy's been carrying around um, has the head of this woman in it. Um, and so uh, she's talking to him and she's predicting his future, his death. Um, and when he stole her away, he had 30 days and one. So 31 days and he's getting down to day 29, day 30. And she's telling him there's no hope. And so he's losing his mind and he's on the run. And all the while Boba Fett's catching up with him because he's Boba Fett. Um, and then here's a really cool moment where uh, Vader gets to the final you know, planet where they're going to fight. And um, Vader's thinking to himself... Uh, I was as well not to rely on Nevo's band. So these guys that track down Boba Fett, there's obviously Boba Fett kills these guys, and uh, Invader thinks, okay, I should have never trusted them. I should have just done it myself, you know, Thanos style. He says Fett is far uh, too dangerous an opponent, an opponent, perhaps even worthy of me. We shall see. And so I think this is what stirs me up when I hear the argument about Din Djarin versus Boba Fett from even before Mandalorian season two. I think those people who were Team Din Djarin, you know, have realized the error of their ways. Um, but uh, there's this moment in this comic book where Vader's like, okay, Fett's maybe a little bit too good. He might be good enough to even best me, but we'll see. Um, we move forward. Fett catches up with this guy that's on the run from the Empire. And just as the witch predicted, he fall, uh, Boba Fett pushes him off, you know, this cliff. And he falls into this whole pit of lava. And from inside this... Uh, piece of luggage it says greetings Boba Fett I've been expecting you and um, Boba speaks to her knowing he got to put two and two together and I you uh, Silistrine of the Ikari and uh, then we get exactly what we've been hoping for a showdown between the Dark Lord of the Sith Darth Vader and the greatest hunter in the galaxy Boba Fett and they're fighting, and there's a really cool iconic moment. There's just iconic moment after iconic moment in this comic book. Um, and this is a shout-out to my buddy Joel Radis Forstad because we kind of talk comics back and forth. Um, but there's this moment where, from the Unfinished Clone Wars things, and this might be something we touch base on later in the month, but the dented helmet, um, I'm not sure if it's considered canon, um, but in... in unfinished Clone Wars episodes, there's a showdown between Boba Fett and Cad Bane, and it's a, it's a old Western style shootout. And it's basically a tie except for that Cad Bane's wearing a nice hat, but Boba Fett's wearing Mandalorian armor. So it's a draw except for the fact that Boba Fett, you know, keeps his life. There's a dented helmet in the comic. 
it's a reflected bolt that Darth Vader has sent back at Boba Fett that causes the dented helmet, which is really cool. Um, probably the coolest moment of the comic is Boba sent over the edge and Vader thinks, you know, he's, he's bested him and, uh, he looks over the edge, you know, Vader always just stands on the edge of things when he's won battles. He stands over the edge of this pit of lava and Boba Fett is ready. He's got his jetpack and he's the only one of the only people we ever see get the drop on Darth Vader and actually shoots him in the helmet with his blaster. Um, they fight. Boba Fett gets kind of cocky and is like, see, that's why I won. And uh, Vader gets the best of him then. And in order to save his own life, Boba Fett kicks this casket with this um, this woman's head in it that can predict the future off the edge into the lava um, to create a distraction. Hence, Vader needs to save it. That's really what it's all boiled down to. He could care less about the deserter. He could care less about anything. This woman can predict the future, and obviously the Sith are obsessed with that. And so Boba Fett gets away. And then it's this really hilarious moment towards the end of the story you're getting like the super cliff notes version uh but there's this moment where the uh this cult of pessimists looks around and goes okay so of all of us here six of us have died and the rest of us are alive guys we've been doing it wrong we've been living the wrong life we should be optimists of all of us two of the most dangerous men in the entire galaxy darth vader and boba fett have been duking it out on our property in our monastery and we're still here. Brothers, I say we become optimists. And it's such a funny comic book moment. But right in the middle of this, you know, let's be optimists. Let's change our ways. You see the Death or not the Death Star, but a Star Destroyer that is, you know, Vader's aboard, just shoots these laser beams down and completely obliterates the place and blows it to bits, um, which is super hilarious. And then another iconic moment that solidifies Boba Fett as just one of the greatest characters in Star Wars history. There's a moment where as Boba is being beat, but he kicks the the casket with the witch's head over into the lava. Vader immediately shifts his focus to go focus on this this woman's head to save the 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 seer, the prophetess. And it and there's a moment where Boba Fett has the drop on Vader, and it says the slightest twitch would have sent him to his doom talking about Vader. Um, but you know, don't, you know, why, why do that? So he lets him go. And he's like, it's worth it to just, you know, keep living life versus having the whole empire against you. And you look down and even in defeat, Boba Fett has, you know, a couple of locks of this, this priestess's hair, um, that's just full of gold. And, uh, it says his time has not been entirely wasted. And so, there's a moment of from before Empire Strikes Back, uh, this witch, you know, is the common denominator between these two men that know what they have. They know the wealth and the power that's at stake. And even in defeat, Boba Fett gets away with, you know, untold riches just from this witch's hair. And when Vader goes back to his Star Destroyer and talks to the witch, uh, she says, I know you're not going to hunt down Boba Fett because he will yet be of great service to you. And that kind of ties up to loose ends. Eventually, uh, Vader gets a call from the Emperor. And Emperor says, obviously, I I've heard of these things. You know how the Emperor is. He knows everything. And he says, uh, I assume you're bringing this woman to me to tell me my future. And Vader, of course, says, unfortunately, in the violence that it took to retrieve her, she's been killed. And you see off camera that he's crushing her head within that box. 
and that's the end of the comic. So pretty awesome story. Boba Fett and Darth Vader, um, two of the greatest Star Wars characters of all time, at one another. Boba Fett, best Darth Vader, gets a little cocky. Vader gets him back. There's a moment where Boba has his wrist rocket trained on him, but lets him go because it's better for business. And that's what's uh, awesome about Boba Fett is whatever makes dollars makes sense. And so I hope you've enjoyed this. This is day three of 30 Days of Boba Fett. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you once again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Chiss Ascendancy.